Let's do it. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not a good way to start no. with some guy just randomly going nice I love it like I that. think that's a ripping start I think it should be a start every time anyway. uh, hello everyone <laughs> hello uh, g'day episode oh god what number are we six episode six of the Barry Bullock Hour roughly no I think it is six yeah, you're right six. five potentially was the, was the previous one a uh, delightful Sunday afternoon. It here is in Elwood. as we change seasons from summer into autumn to winter's the next one. Pretty getting pretty close to winter already. That's the thing. I sent my auntie uh, an email during the week, um, and I said to her that Melbourne seasons tend to just change on a die. So Four like seasons in one day. Monday, Melbourne just went. It's winter now. It's going to be cold, horrible, snowy, drizzly, and disgusting. Which it was for a few days, and then the last couple of days have actually been quite lovely. It has. So I may have to send my auntie another email saying, you know it's what? nice again. Sort of. She's a moody, moody lass, Melbourne. Yep, yep. My auntie, however, very evenly tempered. <laughs> That's and not... if you're listening, and what's, what's Auntie Yvonne and Uncle Mike. Yvonne. Hello, Yvonne. Nice over to there, you. Uh, over there in Auckland. And my what's Uncle Yvonne's Mike? other half? Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike. G'day, Uncle, Uncle Mike. Mike. How are you? Mm. So um, a couple of people have asked me... Uh, about the podcast, and I've told them, and and I've realised that some people don't really get the concept of podcast. About the podcast. About our podcast right. and podcasts in general. Right. I just thought I'd take a moment to, to maybe educate the listeners about podcasting, because people think that you sort of have to sit down and hit play on your computer while you're at home. Well, you do. And just listen to it. Not necessarily. The whole idea of podcasts was sort of, I guess, championed by Apple and iPods, and so what you can actually do is, you, if you've got an iPhone or iPod Touch or iPad, and an internet connection, you can actually subscribe to our show and many other delightful programs uh, that are on the internet. And what it will do is anytime a new pr- program is released, it gets automatically downloaded to your device. Ah. So you can plug that into your car, or you can listen to that on the train, or you can plug it in at work. You don't have to sit down in front of your computer. So you only have to do it once. You don't have to take an hour out of your time to listen to our show. You can just have it downloaded automatically to your device. Listen to it wherever you want. And what could be better than listening to us in a car? Absolutely nothing. Or at the office. That's what. Yeah. Pump us up in your office. Yeah. If, you're, if you're listening to us in an office, send us an email. Guaranteed and, to get uh, yourself a promotion if you listen <laughs> yeah. to us at the office. Although we do not offer a guarantee that that will happen. No. No. No guarantees there. Even though we guarantee it will happen. You're, we don't you're guaranteed. guarantee it will happen. You've seen guarantee about 15 times <laughs> yeah. in the last We guarantee that it'll seconds. get you a promotion, but we can't guarantee you that it'll actually happen. You're a goose. Yeah. Just to, to tag back to the educational component about podcasts is that um, if you've got an Android phone, smartphone... Like what is an Android? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, You've got an let old... me let me let me let me just fill in the listeners. All right, no. I don't have a internet phone as such. I'm still. What would you what would you call that, Kieran? I would Callum? say that is a uh, it's an old it's a old, candy bar. It's a candy bar. That's what they call it. Candy bar is a technical term. I'd call that an old fashioned brick. Hmm. Um, it's it's got, not touch screen. It's not really. I mean, it, I mean, it's got buttons you can touch, and it's got a screen, but it's not a touch brick, screen. You think like a Nokia, Nokia thirty three ten. Well, you two um, can't listen to our podcast on your phones because your phones are old-fashioned candy bar bricks. Should any of our listeners have a modern, normal phone with touchscreen capabilities and internet capabilities and sound jacks and all that, um, <laughs> obviously iTunes is out of reach for you. Um, and I say you. I also mean me. I have one. It's a Sony. It's great. Um, you can download AntennaPod. Sony in no way endorses this program. Although they it would should. be nice they, if they, they did. If they want to... You know where Big Dog lives. Yeah. That is 
apartment one, number 16, Spray Street. Particularly if you're a hot female Sony professional. You still have a girlfriend. I do. I'm just saying for Wilton's sake. I'm still staggered, given how much you mouth off about the hot ladies. <laughs> Wilton likes the hot ladies, don't you, Wilton? Wilton's nodding because he refuses to talk on the podcast. Should be pointed or out, you guys... Or is he a figment of our imagination? And it's possible that maybe he is. No, he's definitely real. What's also real is your Sony television over there. Sony. Fine quality programming. Oh, and, and, and products, actually, now that I come to think about it. Mm. Um, so antenna pod on your phone, Sony or otherwise. And uh, basically it's the same thing. Gets downloaded to your phone. Have a listen on the train. Those of you coming in from Frankston, it's the perfect length for your journey. Not quite. I was in Frankston. Depends. Depends. And some, sometimes it's longer than... Longer. I went to Frankston on the weekend to do a children's party. The children's party was actually in Somerville, so I had to change trains at Frankston. Oh, I get on the diesel service. The Stony Point line. Oh, yeah, the diesel Go service. Go out to Somerville. Choo-choo. So, yeah. <laughs> Somerville Station, it should be said, has um, no timetable. Wow. No board. Nice. You just know because you're in the country. You just know. I rocked up. I had an idea what time it was, and I sort of looked around for the timetable so I could confirm. And there was a couple of old ladies sitting there. I said, "Do you know what time the next train is?" And they're like, "Eleven past one." So I, this is about ten to one. Twenty-one minutes to spare. So I nipped across to the Somerville Fish and Chip Shop. Got yourself some chips. Beautiful burger. More like a single, like a minimum chips. Sir, single serve of chips. It was massive. Luckily, I had the whole Frankston line to eat them, but I needed them. It was massive. Some of the fish and chips. Get yourself a burger. Really good. Nice. Good stuff there. Good stuff. Now, it's been a little while, hasn't it, it has. since we've done a podcast. We've it been has. talking yeah. about the seasons before and changing. <laughs> and it was pretty literally sure pretty much summertime, <laughs> and now a whole entire season's been and gone. Well, technically, but, it is autumn, but it's... Well, well yeah, but it's fading get, fast. It's fading Fading quickly. It's going to but, be a lovely autumn week this week. It's going to be that uh, is true. pretty much 20 degrees every single 20 day. Degrees. 20 degrees every day. I may, may have mistakenly packed away the shorts too early. Oh, there's never too, never too late to pull out the shorts again. <laughs> anyway, big job. Sorry, carry on. No, I was just going to ask, like, what's everyone been up to? It's been sort of, I'm sure our listeners would be keen no, to know what's been happening on three months. I've having an hour of ripping lives. Um, well, you've been doing a few shows and stuff, haven't you? Yeah, I did the comedy festival. That's um, the Melbourne International Comedy, Comedy Festival, Festival, or MICFA, if you go by its um, unofficial acronym. Let's not. Okay, Melbourne <laughs> International Comedy Festival. And no, it was good. Um, had a good time. And um, Where did you do last night? I went to MICFA. No. <laughs> no one says that. Big Doc says no to acronyms. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a person with a stutter trying to order a McFlurry. <laughs> Can I have a MICFA? A McFur, McFur, uh, Um More than fine. We, we we don't have an issue with stuttering. No, we? if you're at McDonald's and you want a McFlurry, just point. Yes, yeah, and you'll get. You'll, eventually, they'll get what you want. That's true. Hey, most people after twelve o'clock are pretty much just pointing anyway. Big <laughs> man. <laughs> that's pretty much what's going on there. You know. Yeah, and that's before they eat the McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> That's followed by another. <laughs> after they people go into KFC, don't even make it out the door. Oh. <laughs> it's just a couple of those Can wicked things. <laughs> oh, on that subject, what? <laughs> what is going on with KFC's marketing at the moment? <laughs> Since when has KFC decided they're going to become the Socrates of like what? philosophy? They've got the these Socrates r- of philosophy. <laughs> 
in terms of fast food philosophers, they're talking about how, like, you know, like, they're talking about the meaning of life and how, like, having, like, you know, sh- sharing some wicked wings and you post the meaning of Have you not seen those ads? No. They're kind of like, you know, it used to be just like, you know, it was cricket and that was it. That was their ads pretty much. <laughs> now. Cricket and chicken, yeah. It was cricket and chicken. It was basic. It was, you know, there was no real thought process involved. Now they're getting really wordy and verbose. And oh, going, is this the um, stop and smell the chicken? Yeah, and it's like kind Instead of like, stop and smell the roses? Yeah, it's weird. They're kind of, and there's a few of them like that for KFC at the moment. They're a bit airy-fairy, aren't they? Sort of like, oh, they're know. kind of deep and meaningful. Yeah. And it's, it's kind just of like, chicken, mate. Yeah, and it's KFC chicken. It's, it's, I mean, how, how deep and meaningful do you want to go? Yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to KFC pre-midnight, you need to take pretty good look at yourself i think to be fair <laughs> yes that's true i did it the other day i wasn't proud of myself well look we've all been there <laughs> yeah. we've all been there but i mean it's just interesting you know like i mean who's actually listening to a kfc ad that's a little bit deeper and going budgie you know what i think i'll go down and get some kentucky fried chicken <laughs> those sorts of people generally don't tend to go to kfc no it's a shocking product has to be said I'm surprised. Oh, look, it's, it's good from time to time. Like, let's not. You always feel awful. You always feel awful though afterwards. Yeah, you like, do. Just a but grease you always in the salt. go back again at some point. <laughs> a bit of dirty bird. A bit of dirty bird. <laughs> but not in the same night. No, but you don't double up. But probably when you're Mikey being deep T. and philosophical, you probably don't go down to KFC. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to sit outside the KFC with a pipe, pondering life's possibilities. In a tweed jacket. Pipe in one hand, twister in the other. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't happen. Just, just, just been, hashtag, just been writing a Nietzsche essay. Just <laughs> down to the Kafka for a yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> Although I'm sure there is a few art students who probably do enjoy the KFC. Of that I have program. to admit that there was, a, uh, there was a KFC opposite my building when I studied at Melbourne. Oh, Union. I know I've, that place well. I've had a, I may have had a few mid-university oh fees. There's also a subway directly opposite. That it, got that got the the nod most of the yeah. time. The subway, but you know, every now and again, I was like, oh, I've got to get, get me some of those. Gee, there were some strange people like that used chips. to go into that place. Yeah. Do you know who loves KFC? Who's, who loves KFC? This is, a, this is a ripping segue. I'm just going <laughs> to put that KFC ahead of time. A segue, this is a way. terrific segue. Do you know who loves a bit of KFC? The Colonel Bill. Bill loves KFC. He's not one the of his favourite yeah. foods. He should be the Colonel. He's too busy being. <laughs> he's too busy Can being the Prime it? Minister of New Zealand. <laughs> Colonel Billy Penfold. <laughs> when Bill gets into office, mandatory KFC national KFC. Daddy. Could you imagine Bill's secret herbs and spices? <laughs> You just tune into Parliament time on New Zealand television, and it's just you know everyone's sitting there with a two-piece feet. Yeah. <laughs> And, of course, a pint of beer. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if you listen to the, the last couple of podcasts... I think it was podcast before last. Podcast before, four? Yeah. The, the, the Boxing Day podcast, if I remember rightly. No, um, it would, it, so it would have been podcast three, I reckon. That was definitely four. Was it? All right, I stand corrected then. You sit corrected and you have been Would so. not be the first time that I <laughs> That'd be true. Now, I think it was episode four. We had Bill as a special guest because he was over for the cricket and and uh, an adventure that you and him went on. Oh yeah, down the barbecue. down the Frankston line, actually. Funnily enough, to Carum for a barbecue and and was talked about the fact that you were drinking Cascade Light yeah. beers. To be fair, we didn't go on the Frankston line. We went no, on you the took, Frankston Highway. You took the car, or the Nepean Highway, as it was. They do run adjacent. Yeah, um, and um, Bill said that he could brew a better. 
uh, light beer. And we said, we'll do it. And he said, okay. And he did. And uh, when Callum and I were in New Zealand in February, I actually had the pleasure of uh, brewing said beer with Bill. Um, went through the whole process with him, which is educational and exciting. Oh, of course. And such glorious quotes as, oh, it's five o'clock. Time to squeeze the bag. <laughs> Now that can mean a million and one <laughs> He's referring to the mash bag, which has basically had all your, well, herbs and spices for want of a better term, all your malts and uh, and stuff, and it was, gets put in a bag and put in boiling water, and, and then it's easy to remove it. Mm. And obviously the uh, the sort of nutrients and flavour from the malt nutrients. goes into the water, but you can pull out, mm. and then, of course, you squeeze the bag to get all the extra... Extra juice, the extra beer juice out of it. And um, so, long story short, Bill uh, bottled it up while we were there and gave us a few bottles and said we had to we had to age it because it wasn't ready when we got it. And it has been a while since we've done a podcast and we mm. haven't been able to taste it, but we've got it here today, folks. We've got it here. It's cold. Um, we've popped the lids. It's foamed a little bit. We had a bit of foamy vengeance, and uh, and now we're ready to give it the to, tasting. To, to tasting. But more than that, we've decided. To be fair to Cascade Light, <laughs> I don't know if they're good people or not. Well, oh, they seem like pretty good blokes. Have you been on the brewery tour? It's a good brewery tour. Isn't it in Tasmania? Yeah. Never been to Tasmania. No. Little, like side, to little sidebar. When I was in Tasmania a few years ago, I learned that there's a very, very strict divide between strict, Cascade yeah. and Bogues. So oh, yeah. Cascade is oh, yeah. Tas- uh, Hobart. South. South. Is that yeah. you? Yeah. Is that your affiliate? Yeah. So you're like Bogues. Get out of town. You're a Cascade man. Get back, man. Get back up there. Where do they Devon make boats? Oh, Devonport. Devonport, Launceston. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think I've driven past the factory there. There you go. Yeah. It's not too far from the um, the the ground. Aurora. Is it Aurora? Aurora, Aurora Stadium. Oh, yeah. Where the Hawks play. Hawks play. It's, it's not too far from the brewery. That I was going to say. that is so small could support two beers so strongly. Like. And that they can't get a football team. <laughs> <laughs> and not through their own... I guess oh. when you're in Ireland, you know, in the early days of, you know, being a country, they couldn't That's get true. the beer from across the mainland and brew their own. And it's that pioneering spirit we'll be tasting today. It's so. that convict spirit. Mm. That we'll, <laughs> Cold, delicious beer. Delicious so, beer. yeah, so to be fair to the people at Cascade Light as well, we've got a few bottles of Cascade Light with us as well. And the idea behind today is that we'll do a bit of a tasting of both beers. A blind taste test. A blind, blind taste test. We ran into a couple of friends of Big Dogs on the street while we were buying the Cascade Light. That's and right. And they suggested the blind taste test. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't listened, great idea. And the, the, the twist, the twist is that I also bought a couple of bottles of Cascade Light, which are quite old. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Just how old are they? That, what, well, one of them, one of them, Kieran, I'm glad you asked that question, one of them... <laughs> Head of health. Would have been awkward if you <laughs> expiry date in 2012. Well, which month? Uh, July. July. Wow. The July other 2012. One, Almost the two years. The other one passed its expiry date in 2013. Right. And then in we do August. have. So that's we basically got one that's a year old. We got one that's two years old, and then we have one that is as the uh, as they would say, fresh. brewery fresh. Well, did we actually <laughs> check the label on that one? Yeah, yeah that's, that's 2014. That is actually 2014. So what we're going to do now is. Uh, me and Big Dog, uh, or Big Dog and I, to be grammatically correct, are going to don our bandanas. What are they? Not bandanas, blindfolds. What? These are your t-shirts, Big Dog. That one is a... That's a bowling pin. That one's a bunch of bashed up bowling pins. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to do Don't is ask. we are going to... Um, we're basically going to tie these around our eyes. 
So we've got four beers. Um, we've got the fresh Cascade Light, the um, August 13 vintage Cascade Light, and the July 2012 Cascade Light, and of course, Bill's Better Than Cascade Light. Which were all brewed at the same which time. Which were all brewed at the same time, and are definitely a good option brew. So Callum's out in the kitchen now, he's just ducked off. He's going to basically bring all the bottles in, we're going to test them one by one, blindly. <laughs> oh, he smashed into something. Smashed the door as he came through. <laughs> So we're going to whip on our blindfolds now. All right. Um, Wilton's sitting there enjoying it very quietly. Uh, how did you get yours so long? Let's see if I can do one of these. Hang on, not yet. I haven't got my blindfold on yet. Uh, how did I get mine so long? Yeah, how did you get your T-shirt so long? Well, I didn't actually measure the shirts before I brought them in. So. No, I'm just saying because yours, I'm struggling to tie mine. So well, I can't help you because I've put mine on, so I can't see what I'm doing. Okay, all right. So I'm you're just worried about tying it. I don't know why, but with this blindfold on, I all of a sudden I feel like I'm Robocop. <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever, though, does it? I think it's just because there's like... I feel like... That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> you goose. Yeah. So, um, If so I had x-ray vision or robotic vision, I actually probably would be Robocop, but... Plus, if I didn't have all my working bodily limbs. This is what you came for. This is what you wanted. The dog feels like Robocop. We just should apologise because um, I can't see where the microphone is. So we might get up close and personal. Yeah, we might knock it. If, if you hear some knocking and bashing, that'll be just us hitting the microphone. All right, so mistake. the boys have got their, uh, their blindfolds on and I'm going to take a photo. Um, I um, Cease and desist, citizen. <laughs> you idiot. Isn't that what he says? I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, it's great. I, um, it's ultra-violent. I did some, uh, I did some pouring beers. Mm. I volunteered at the Australian Beer Awards. Oh, um, lucky a couple of weeks ago. Of which isn't that coming up again? That's good beer week. So, the, so the awards oh. they were they were deciding the awards now. That was what the tasting was for, and then the awards will be announced um, mm. in the next couple of weeks. Good beer week. Something and, um, to look forward to. Melbourne. I was just wondering if blindfolding will actually like heighten our other senses, aka the sense of I taste. I think it does after a while. And, and should and should and should the uh, should the judges at um, Good Beer Week and the Australian International Beer Awards should they have been blindfolded? Anyway, they weren't. Because Were they? No, they having, weren't. Having being blindfolded right now, I'm going to need the cup in my hand, Callum. I'm just going to put that right out there. Yeah, I'm going to need it too. Put it in my hand. Oh, yeah. it is. You so, got one. So Will's also going to try the beer. Is he? Um, quietly, silently in the corner there, but of course make sure you save some of that. The, so, I can, I'm just going to put it out right now from smell. This is definitely one of the Cascades because it stinks. Oh, well, actually, I was going to go the other way. Oh, really? Mm. All right, all right. So, so boys... You've got your glasses. Okay. Are you ready to go? Okay, now, have a sip. Robocop, you ready to go? <laughs> Affirmative. KB, initial yep. impressions? Um, I'd be very surprised if that's the bill. That's got Cascade written all over it, I think. All right, all right. Let's, let's go. Bill, Bill's beer will be definitely be hoppier, and um, this is mm. this has got that Cascade Yeah, this nose. has got a bit of a cat's pee smell about it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the Cascade. Okay, here we go. And we're down the hatch. Mm-hmm. How's it taste, boys? Weak. Yeah, it's um, it's watery, it's weak, and there's there's a. Um, it could very well be the dirty dishwashing. Yeah, water I was going to say there's a soapy there. quality to it. Mm. The question, and this is where it gets difficult, is that could be the brewery fresh one, or it could be the really stale one. You just don't know. We'll have to taste the other ones. Gonna have another sip here. All right, all right. Do you want to give it a, a <laughs> score out of ten to now? Okay, I um, I'll give that a score of one out of. Have 10. you made no zero? One out of ten, big taste. Zero taste. No, that's right. that's a bit harsh, isn't it? One out of ten. Well, it just doesn't leave you any wiggle room. No, it doesn't. I'm going to give that a three, and my yeah. general impression is that that might be... That tastes slightly off. I'm, I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to nudge and say that might be the August 13. 
You're right. You can't go for one. You just can't. That's just you impossible. did that last time we did a beer tasting. Yeah, you went for right. one, and then you tasted no, worse it, beers. Look, in all seriousness, that, that was not that was wasn't very nice. So I'll give that a two. Right, okay, there so we go. Two out of ten. There's two my cup. My cup's down. Yeah, do you hazard a guess, Big Dog, or do you want to wait until of what that was? Yeah. That was definitely one of the Cascade beers, okay, okay, yeah, and I'm going to say it was probably one of the. Oh, well, would it make any difference? The, it's, it's important, Big Dog. It's a little, it's a little guess. All right, little um, guess. as a guess, I'd say that's probably the new one. Okay, I've 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 nudged and said that's slightly off, okay. and that's the okay. August thirteen. But we'll. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna rinse your glass. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a couple. I'll give you a couple of fresh glasses. Thanks, some, man. Um, Thanks, and, man. Uh, Glasses. Whilst we're uh, whilst we're changing the beers, I'll just I'll just tag back to my experience uh, judging, uh, not judging, sorry, uh, pouring for the judging of the uh, Australian International Beer Awards, mm. and we got to taste some ripping beers, like you know, beers from all over the world were being sent there. We got to taste um, at the end they um, a couple of uh, Samuel Adams beers. Oh yeah, from uh, from Boston in the states there. Um, one called the Utopia, Ooh. and one uh, one called the Triple Bock. Now the Triple Bock um, was bottled. In 1994, wow! And it was it was incredible. Very uh, no fizz whatsoever, no carbonation, just rich, chocolatey, multi flavors. It was more like a spirit. Sounds like um, a whiskey. Really it was, was very it's spirit. Just water to cleanse your palate. Oh, okay. You're right. And the water to. Uh, oh, is, oh, is it new glass, new glass. You're right. Mm. I rate right. that water ten out of ten. Do we need to cleanse the glasses as well? No, no, he's giving us other glasses. Oh, he's giving us fresh glasses. Uh, mm. The second Simulators beer I tried was the Utopia, which comes in... Did um, you say the Utopia? No, the, so I did say that initially. So I uh, just talked talk about the Trufelbock, um, and then with the Utopia. The Utopia ah. came in a um, basically a ceramic bottle that was coated in copper mm. to look like a copper brewing kettle. And um, it's worth $500 Australian retail mm. is how much you would have to pay to get a bottle of this. And we were lucky enough to have a taste. Callum has just put a just... new drink in my hand. Oh, and I, I've got some hand and now I've got some, some cup. Um, should we just fang straight in? Well, you're going to have a sniff? Have a sniff first? Have I'm a having sniff. a sniff. Definitely another cascade. Mm. Right. I, I actually couldn't smell any fragrance no. of any... any, any there is, there is less aroma. Okay. That is fair, which would suggest that maybe this is one of the off ones. And maybe mm, I was possibly. wrong. Possibly. All right, let's have a taste. That's old. Definitely. You, you reckon? Yep. I, um, I, I'm going to say that's the oldest Cascade beer that was there. Okay. I'm tempted to agree with you that maybe it is old. I actually don't think it's worse, though. No, I actually don't think it's worse either. It's it doesn't funny taste because worse. It's you less can't carbonated. Smell. Yeah. There's it no actually, smell. It's actually almost... And it, it doesn't make this doesn't make any sense, but it does seem like it's actually got more of a body to it. It does. It is definitely more flavorful than the first one. But it has no stinky aroma at all. And in fact, it's odor. <laughs> no, no, but it, it's stinky aroma. No, but when oh, you man alive. Well, when you smelt the other the glass that we had, and I'm hoping that that first glass was a cascade because if it was one of Billy's, then I I'm can about tell to you say right now. Kind of I will go on stank. record and say absolutely right now that that first one was not Bill's beer. Well, whatever it was, we tasted a lot of Bill's beers, mm. and no, there'll be hops. This he basically said that he, there was going to be hops for flavour. But um, that's just weird. It's weird that that, that other one had so much that smell about it, and this one's got nothing. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe aroma is one of the first things to go, mm. and maybe, maybe the first one was the fresh one. This one Tastes definitely like doesn't sting the nostrils. Mm. Okay, okay. So, can we have a can we have a score, please, boys? I controversially think this one's actually better, mm. even though okay. I do think it's okay. stale. I don't think that's controversial maybe, because maybe I aging your cascade likes the way to go. So, I'm going to give that one a four. I'm going to go. Oh. 
I'm going to go 4 2. Yeah, that's good. 4 out of 10. Mm. Alright. So, less shit. Mm. Good. Uh, do we want to hazard a guess? Um, I'm going to say that's that Cascade Oldest. I'm going to say Oldest too, yeah. 2012? Of course, if the next one tastes like cat vomit, then we'll know we're both wrong. Alright. Alright. Alright, give me a bit, a bit more water, boys. A bit more water. Thanks, a bit mate. more water. Um, some good beer. I'm just. I'm just Did you know t- the tag- body is almost 90% water? So is beer. Which means it should be good for you. There you go. 90% water, yeah. Mm. Mm. Just fumbling around. That'd be in the pretty dark. cool. Basically, it means we're like Aquaman, except we can't like turn into water and go under the doors and stuff. <laughs> Which is what Aquaman did. Is that what he does? He turns to water and goes under doors? Yeah, he's cool, man. How does he keep together as a mass, though? But he metamorphoses back into a human. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know the ins and outs exactly. <laughs> I don't think that's what Aquaman does at all. I've seen the cartoon, man. <laughs> he does that. I thought he could go under... So, I like, that's he, how I he thought... goes into places that no one else can go. I thought he fought, like... I, don't know, I mean, he could have got the key or he could have opened the... Oh, who am I thinking of then? I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe the person I'm thinking of isn't Aquaman, but whoever he is. Are you sure you're not thinking of the amazing adventures of Alex Mack? This is so freaky. Oh, it could be. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, whatever whatever he was, he was a guy who was like a normal dude and then he changed into water so he could go underneath doors and then he turned back into a dude again. I was going to say that listening to a, listening to this banter with the blindfold on is kind of like how people would actually listen that's, to the podcast. That's very meta of you. Yeah, it's well, very, that's really deep, man. You need to go and get some KFC after well, that. Well, I that's, can't that's see. Really <laughs> All right, boys. Mm, so we, we're, uh, hmm. we've, got, uh, we've got another boy, beer here for you. Um, yep. I'm going to take, take a... I'm gonna take a Couple of action shots, big yeah. Dog. Do you want to have a sip of it? Well, this one I've got to take taste. a sip, big dog. Well, I'm hold having it, a smell it. of it first. Oh, okay. Hold the, hold the sip. Hold the smell. Hold the smell for me. Hold, hold the smell. <laughs> hold the smell. Right. And, and KB, hold a smell for me. Hold the smell. There is no smell to this one. I must say. Mm, that's that's definitely a cascade. All right, definitely a cascade. We've got from the boys. Saving the best to last. That actually smells bad. Oh, I think this might be the... But it doesn't smell... Mine doesn't smell at all. I'll get your nose right in it, mate. Right in there. It doesn't smell. The first one stank. The second <laughs> one didn't smell and neither did this one. This one has very little smell. Yeah, it's got nothing. That's awful. Yeah, so that's that's got to be the worst. That's got to be the July. So maybe maybe we've gone the Cascades in reverse order of freshness. Mm. And then maybe we're saving bills for the end. May, look, maybe, maybe. I don't even want to drink this, to be honest. So, this, is, this is putrid. You said the first one you had was probably the 2014. Yeah, because it was then shit. you said the second one was Cascade Oldest. Yeah, and that one wasn't too bad. So this one's got to be the middle one. Well, by by method of deduction. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm with done with logic, that. I'm not even going to finish that. I'm going to keep... I'm gonna, oh, look, I've got no other logic to go on, so I'm going right. to say, yeah. Uh, okay. I would say, in my personal opinion, this is marginally better than the first one, okay. but definitely worse than the second one. So I'm going to give this a 3 out of 10. Ugh, big time. Are we going three out of... Yeah, three out of ten. Yeah, you can go whatever you want, mate. Three, it's definitely not three out of five. That would be way too... <laughs> That's way too high. Oh, dear. I think... Um, I don't know if we can change mm. our gradings. You can? I you think... Can. I, that, I think that's the worst one. Really? I, yeah. think, I, think you've, I think you've served it to us in reverse order of freshness. I don't know if I, So I think the first one was the freshest one. The second one was slightly flat, not as aromatic, and that one's just cat piss, basically. So that's my theory. Mm. Okay, so, and, so you think you think the first one was the 2014? Yep. Vintage. Vintage. The second one was the tw- t- 2013, and that one, I think, is the 2012. Uh, hey, make sure we send this to Cascade. And, um, so is that, that's what we actually have had. Is that right? I'm going to reveal that now. 
I'm going to reveal that now. Okay. You're going to reveal that now? So the last one is Bill's one? The last one is in fact. Yes, blindfold coming off. Prepare yourselves. And now I can see again. You look re- Big Dog looks like a bank robber that's got it wrong. <laughs> can, oh, sorry, <laughs> I, oh, can we take our bandanas off? I've taken mine off. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. You did actually get that. You did actually get. You, 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 um, you did oh. all right. You did all right. How now, did we do? All right. Did, yep. The first one I gave you yep. was actually the 2013. Oh, so, so I was you right. Were right the first and time I, I changed like, oh, it. He's on this. And I changed it. The second okay, one what was the second you, one? The second one I gave you. Was actually the 2014. No way! Yes, it was wow. disgusting. And then, okay, so I, yeah, right, far out. Yeah, yeah. And then the last one was definitely the, last the worst. One was definitely the 2012. So you, you did pick up on that. Well, you did well on that. Yeah, first. right. Now look, you get a reward as a reward. Um, yeah. You want to test me, boys? We'll test you. Fang us some bill first, just I'll so we can cleanse our pals. Oh, just and then we'll get rid of Well, that. there you go. I mean, it's a bit like that. Um, Have a look at that. How that's you that's gorgeous. The, how could you confuse that's those gorgeous. two? That's gorgeous. That's a gorgeous beer. Do you, want, do you want to put the blindfolds back on for the test? Just to, no, just to oh, no, I'm good. Heighten, no, you're just nah, hide the senses. Oh, that's fruity. Yes. See, I thought, that's interesting, because I thought the second one, which was the fresher one, tasted better, but it had no smell, and I felt like it had less carbonation. Yeah, yeah. And that's what made me think now, that... Uh, now, boys, all right, so... I'll just, I'll just yeah, right. the glass there. I'll, I'll rinse. Oh, no. There's my glass there. I'll rinse that out so you can test. Mm. So let's have some. Before we test, Cal, let's talk about Bill's beer. Firstly, I mean, we haven't talked about the colour for the other ones. That's obviously a cheat, but the colour is simply gorgeous. It is. There's a, a, nice there's a amber, thickness isn't it? to it, very ambery. Almost, Not a dark amber, but like it's a almost. Wine. It's like liquid honey, really. Just to look at it, mm. if you were to, it, to it has got that. A, it has got a honey color to and it. You can, and you can. And here's the thing: what I was saying about Bill's beer is that you can you can smell it from a mile away. That is just just a gorgeous aroma. Mm. Plenty of hops, very fruity, very fruity smell, and the taste. Mm, it's very good. Yeah, I will say um, that it, it is uh, it is definitely lighter. Than uh, I was expecting. Now, obviously, it is a light beer. Well, do we know what percentage it is? Um, I think it's three. So that's nearly that bottle strength. That, that label's not yeah, the. Yeah, uh, he made it to be. He made it to be roughly the same percentage, didn't he? It tastes Isn't great. It, but it does taste less light. Less than three percent. It's on the back, I think. It's, mm. a, it's 0.8 standard drinks, the Cascade Light. 2.6%. 2.6%. Yeah. Well, it's slightly more alcoholic. Than well, so this I, is... I, near, I mean, so that's interesting, because this is not that far away from a mid-strength then if it's at 3%. I'm I'm just going from memory. I'm not would, actually sure. Would you say that that, boys... Would you say that that's better than a Cascade Light? Well, it's, absolutely. It's got better more... Absolutely. It's got more go, body... Bill, if you if you're listening, mate, which we know you will be. Well, he's not listening right now. No, obviously he's not listening right oh, now. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, but it's normally me who gets that confused. No, I'm also getting it confused. He will be listening, and when he listens at the time, there will be some sort mm. of time, yeah, warp. Now that is tasty. Time warp. Yeah. That is tasty. It doesn't quite have the heft and body that I would expect of a Bill Good Option beer, mm. but I think that is due to the fact that the, it is lighter. It is lighter in alcohol. Um, it's certainly very flavorful, and I think flavor was one of the key critiques of the Cascade Lights. You can Light. put those Cascade Lights um, away, Callum. You don't have to put them in front of us. No, Callum's going to have a taste in a second. Um, so, Callum, well, Chuck, in the, in the have a taste, mate. Yeah, Here's a blindfold for you. Oh, you got your own blindfold, which is just your shirt. All right. All right, so do try, try and mix it up. Try and follow me if you can. Mm. All right, we're just going to swing the mic across. So, Cal's got a bit more, uh, bit more volume there. All right, so here we go. Here's your first one. Hold your hands out. And, uh, Into his hand it goes. So that is your first beer. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's all down here for me. 
I can what? smell. I can smell a bill a mile away. Okay, that is, there you go. That is absolutely delicious. A reverse of the order there. Okay, well we've done that badly. Yeah, we have. We just just decided. That <laughs> oh, that is yeah. That's tasty. It's yeah, definitely. You're right. There's definitely not the same sort of body I'd expect of mm. uh, of a bill. Slight but, but lots of fruit on the. So fruity, seeing as he's got it aroma. right, is blind testing the cascade? Is it even worth it? I is think it? so because I think trying no, to work out which is consciously hasn't. That'll affect his judgment anyway. Well, that's just something he'll have to deal with. Yeah, no, no. But I'm not testing whether it's better than the Cascade Light. We already know it's better. I'm testing whether... I'm testing whether, like, whether Cascade Light is any better when it's fresh as to when it's um, Mm, not fresh. Exactly. Right, okay. So, uh, pouring out one of the first Cascade Lights here for the C-Mac. What are your thoughts? It's a shocking body on it for a start. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, it's the the difference in the nose is immediately apparent. Yes, it hasn't got one. I would have thought. I think. I think. Oh, that is that is fucking atrocious. That <laughs> yeah. is definitely one of the off ones. But the question is, definitely what, one of the off what ones. level of atrocious? Yeah, perhaps I'll you don't have to make. I up might your need. Mind. I might need. I might. I'm, I'm gonna, what we'll do? I'm going to we'll hazard. Do, I'm going to hazard what, the 2013. What we'll do? I, I, is no, we'll I'm going to go straight we'll for the 2012. We'll, we'll give you the the. Give me the other, other one that's we'll ancient as well, and we'll see if you can work out. Well, which no, one's well, shouldn't we? We should mix. We should give him all. Of well, no, he's over worked here, out. He's worked out that that's one of the older ones. Has he though? It could just be Cascade Light. No, I think that's. Could I think brewery. that's. I think that's 2012. I think that's 2012. Could be Brewery Fresh. No, well, hang on. What are you doing now, Big Dog? Uh, I like you being quiet so Callum can't <laughs> hear you. Trying to now, trick, what's that one? I'm trying to trick Callum. That's well, like, now I don't know what you're doing. Show the. Show me what you're doing. Show me. Oh, the, that the smells atrocious. Okay, I might have done this bad, Ledge, the boys. That smells terrible. It's a white vintage. <laughs> oh, dear God. Keeping in mind, that could still oh. be brewery fresh. Oh, God. Because it is a shocking beer. And I've just done a whole massive mix-up. So <laughs> then maybe what? I don't even know which one it is. I don't know what you've done No, either. no, I know which one it is. You're like a really crap magician. Okay, because that was yeah, worse yeah, than the first one. That, that was worse than the that, first one. You reckon this one that you've just drunk now is worse than the first one? Yeah. You are. Mate, you should be. You should yeah, be right. like. There we go. Palate cleanser. You should up, be a, you up. should be a sniffer dog at the airport. Come on, case they really that good. Yeah, that was He's that was fucking terrible. Give him the next one. Ah, oh, that's brewery fresh. Brewery fresh. Yeah. Right. yeah, because it's got it's got it's actually got something in the back of the palate mm. when you when you when you taste it. See, I didn't think the brewery fresh one tasted better than the. That uh, does actually taste better. Really? Yeah. So like this is this have is enough flavor. This is brewery fresh. The second one was 2012, and the first one was 2013. Nice. Yep, bang on the money. Yeah! 100% correct. I reckon, wow. That's so, the moral of the story is, Bill can brew a beer that's yeah. better than Cascade Light. And that's a Cascade Light of any vintage. <laughs> In the last three In years. In the last three Which years. Which basically means any Cascade Light. Well, that, boys, done. that 2012 was rough. That yeah. was rough. That, that was... was uh, I'm, I'm going to go she's rough. and say... That was the worst beer I've ever Well, I mean, God only that knows was... where that beer's been for the last two years. <laughs> I don't know. Did you keep it in a cold place? Uh, I don't know. It was just hanging around my house. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm going to crack into some more of a Do Bill's it. delicious... Um, you might want to wash that glass there, Biggis. Why don't I just tip, just, it? Just tip it in there, mate? In there? Yeah, tip it in there. Done. Now... So that's the te- that's the test done. Good on you, Bill. Can we have a round of applause for Bill? Is that that? Hey, that big Bill. He said he'd make a beer better than Cascade Light, and he delivered the goods. Conspiracy theorists will uh, take that piece of uh, 
of audio there. Break it down to see if there were four sets of hands clapping. Does Wilton exist? <laughs> Did he clap for Bill? Or is he just sitting there with his hand over his mouth with a slightly glazed look in his eye his hand from playing you. too much Walking Dead? I'm going to get rid of these atrocious, atrocious crack. That was, um, that was some exciting beer tasting there. Now, anyone who is interested in... Uh, or happened to go to the Melbourne Comedy Festival, or would perhaps be interested in any of Kieran's acting <laughs> exploits. Okay, well, I can say that I went and saw his comedy oh, festival right. performance. Here we go. So the, yeah, the, so yeah, how did your comedy festival show go? Look, yeah. it went very well. Yes, we were happy um, in the end. Um, it was in in an art gallery, and it was the setting of an art gallery. Well, it was Which actually was kind of convenient. It was um, so. So the, the premise of the show was that it was an art gallery, a fake art gallery launch, um, where there was a bunch of us playing characters, and you got to mingle with the characters and look at the art, mm. and there were speeches and performances and a, and a narrative where basically it all turned to shit. And um, we didn't actually. The show wasn't in an art gallery. It was actually in a yoga studio oh, that we converted like into an art gallery I space see. on the day. Um, and we got pretty good crowds. It's very tough to get a crowd at the Comedy Festival. Um, well, there's a lot of shows. There's a lot of shows. For on. any international listeners, Google Melbourne International Comedy Festival and you'll see it's pretty much one of the biggest in the world now. It's getting pretty pretty big. Yeah, it's. Um, I think there's something like 300, 300 400 shows, mm. individual shows. There's a lot of shit shows in that, and there's, there's a, lot a lot of good of, shows, too. A lot too. of shit shows. Um, I'd like to think ours was somewhere in the middle. I thought we had a pretty good show, pretty original concept. I liked it. We had a good run, and um, we broke my, even, so my, that's My girlfriend ideal. thought it was one of the best things she's ever seen. Your life. girlfriend, Clem, cacked herself. She, she loved it. And that's the thing. We were, we, you know, it was a very kind of niche humour. Yeah. Um, sort of, we, we were kind of parodying... Um, sort of hipster culture and art culture and a very worthwhile experience. I'd never done the comedy festival before. Had you not? I no, I thought you would have. Yeah, and you'd think that too. I just said, I had I had sort of negative things toward the comedy festival for a while. I thought it was too hyped and well, too I did, crowded. I, I did a comedy festival once in Perth called you the Wild did. West Comedy Festival and I vowed never to do another one ever again afterwards. I think it depends wow. depends mm. on um on the on the show that you're doing, and that the is you're true. Doing it with that is true. Really determined. Fair to say that the people I was doing it with weren't exactly. Uh, uh, that is uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big dog choosing to say uh, less than more, which is rare. I had a great time. Um, the after party for the comedy festival was oh, quite quite a famous geez. event. I tell you what. Dude, <laughs> yeah. We might have skipped out on a bar tab and uh, got. Oh, Big Dog was uh, kind enough to come and see our show and bring, a, bring his girlfriend. That's and a right. Of, it was of kind friends. of me to go and see my mate's show. Well, you know, people don't. This is the way it goes. You know, it's, it's a very, it's very busy time and, you know, mm. it's, it's nice. Mm. Not, uh, but we all went out for a drink afterwards. Um, you bought your, your little posse that you had and I bought the cast down. Mm. And um, we went to a place called Harry Little Sister in the city, which is kind of the unofficial after-drinking hole um, where all comedians go before going to the official... Um, festival club, yeah. which is at the Hi-Fi Bar, so yeah. there's always a lot of comedians at Harry Little Sister, and we, you guys, got seated early in the area that had table service. Yeah, and we didn't have a choice. We got we got, got shunted into the table service by area. our lovely French waitress Fanny, who I saw many times. 
You actually got to know her name? Yeah, she introduced herself. She, she was really funny. She said, hello, my name is funny. Oh, nice. She's French. So anyway, these clowns ordered a round of drinks on table service. And then we rocked up and um, we kind of wanted to merge. And so <laughs> funny moved us into a massive booth that seated like 15 people. But there was no table service there. And so everyone, we're sitting there having a few drinks, going to the bar, grabbing a few drinks. People start dropping off, and Big Dog and his crew sort of go home. There's me and a few of the other comics. We're just hanging around. And then eventually there's about three of us, and Fanny comes over and says, can we grab the booth for this other group? And we're like, sure, we were going to go anyway. She's like, oh, great. I'll just get your bill. And I was like, what bill? Billy Penfold's here? No, <laughs> surely not. Surely not. Um, I also was turned to my friend. I was with Mr. James Rosier, or James Rosier, as he's commonly known. He's also in the party banana. Also in the party banana, fellow cast member and a great bloke. And um, he, we sort of look at each other and go, what bill? We haven't ordered any drinks. And she presents us with this bill. We're like, Fanny, this is not, we don't have a bill. She's like, no, 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 you're friends. It's like, well, what? And we looked at the drinks and I was like, oh, yeah, there's a cider, there's a cricketer's arms. This has got, this, this has got the <laughs> scent of big dog Nick Barry all over it. <laughs> and so I said, so we paid for it because we had to. I sent him a text, big dog, saying, uh, mate, did you, uh, skip you, out on the you skip out on the tab there, mate? And he's like, oh, shit. So Maybe. anyway. <laughs> Maybe. So there you go. Busted cold. Busted cold. Funny stuff. That's right. We do live funny, exciting lives. Yeah, we try. We try. <laughs> um, so Harry Little Sister was kind of the unofficial after-party spot every single night. But the uh, there is the official comedy festival after-party which is on um, the Saturday night, the last Saturday night of the festival. And um, it's basically where all the comedians go to the hi-fi bar. There's no public access allowed, mm. like there is most nights, mm. and it's just packed out. And this year, the theme was uh, Tarantino. Last year, the theme was Bollywood, which, <laughs> let's just say, that got racist pretty quickly. <laughs> well, in, hang on. In hang the on. costume in, department. In what sense? Oh, well, here's an interesting thing. All right, comedians. On that Sunday, a good mate of mine... Who lives in our fair city of Melbourne? He's a writer. He's a very talented writer. He did very well at the uh, uh, Trop Fest. Just gone. Yeah. Uh, Carl Sorheim. He's oh, okay. from Norway originally. Very oh, good guy. Very tall man. Norwegian. He posed an interesting question on Facebook not that long ago. Yeah. And he said, Why is Jonah, the character that Chris Lilly plays, yep. not considered racist? Now, to give some background into this, Jonah, yeah, mm. basically Chris Lilly is a white Australian who, in this character, and this is only one character that he's played of multiple ethnicities where he changes his ethnicity to portray the character. In this one, he's playing a Samoan or a Tongan kid. Tongan, yep. So he's got the brown, black sort of face on and face everything like that. Bit. Yeah, and, and it's quite popular. In fact, it's probably one of the most popular characters in Australia. Mm-hmm question being asked is why is that not considered racist when a couple of guys who came on and did an amateur show a couple of years ago a show which is very amateur but was around for a long time called hey hey it's saturday Mm. on their segment called red faces they went on and dressed up as michael jackson with blackface and there was an international disgrace was it michael jackson yeah it was yeah so it's an interesting question why is one that's considered okay and one that's considered not when it's essentially the same guess thing? There are, there are degrees of it to some extent. Bit of bit of enrichment here. Um, apparently, SBS presenter, SBS uh, a, a Tongan SBS presenter, mm. um, Meliam Fifita, 
has slammed Chris Lilly's Jonah from Tonga as degrading to her people. Um, and I'll tell you why. Because at a the... A lot t- of people have agreed. And it is. It is kind of degrading, but at the same time. And there's no doubt about it. If Red Face's character was considered degrading... And I, I hazard to guess that the Red Face's character was only considered degrading because... There was a guy from the States called Harry Connick Jr. Connick. Who got up in arms about it and created an international furor about it. They are a lot more sensitive about racism in in the States than they are Now, I don't know. It's just interesting. I think both are equally as bad as each other in that sense. Mm. Except the one thing that you've got is one guy is a professional actor, character Mm. guy, and the other guy's were people who'd done it 20 years ago and were invited back to do it again when the show came back on mm. for Hey Hey It's Saturday. So were they bland blasted just because they were amateur and didn't portray a very good Michael Jackson? I think... Um, if they'd moonwalked better? <laughs> if they'd <laughs> better? Would that have been better? Why like, didn't they just do white Michael Jackson? Why didn't they just put, well, their, the funny put thing on a was, black wig and you get know a white what? shirt? The funny the thing bad was... Era. Okay, let me put a bit more context into it. When they first did it, 20 years ago, I think they all were blackface. Yeah. And then this time around, one of them was still blackface and the rest were whiteface yeah. to con- chronicle, you know, Michael Jackson's strange, quote, unquote, apostrophes, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Scrimpy skin condition, <laughs> if that's what it was. Look, I think racism as a topic is massive. Massive. <laughs> I mean, you know... You're not even going to delve into that. I, th- I feel like, you but know... it's a fair question to ask. Oh, it's so. definitely a question to ask. The thing is, there's no, there's no real, you know... There's no uh, constitution on what, you know, on racism. Like, what, what exactly what it is. You know, I think, you know, if you've got general aggression and discrimination towards a group of people just because they're from somewhere, that's racism. I think making a joke about someone from a country... Is not a racism, but that's but those are two things on a very, very, very long timeline. Mm. Like someone comes up, and they find out I'm a Kiwi. Oh, they go, put on a terrible Kiwi accent. You've done it, we're mates. That's yeah. fine. You do it to an Asian person, all of a sudden you're a racist. It's like no, we're just having a laugh. Like you know, like there's there's and, and people take that very seriously. So I guess the question becomes, you know, when people are doing things for humour. When does that become inappropriate? Mm. You know, I mean. Well, it's like, interesting because the guys who did that on that show, Red Faces, literally just dressed up as Michael Jackson and did a dance song. This character Jonah, yeah, he portrays, oh, like the, the the Polynesian. I think that's what he's meant yeah, he's to be. Polynesian, Polynesian, he's Polynesian school. He doesn't portray the Polynesian kids in a very good light. No, it's fair to say, and I don't think that's outrageous to say are that. The, are, the, are the other Polynesian kids in the show portrayed badly, though? Is it They're just, just kind of his guy? mates, and they just kind of go along with it. They kind of like it's not the characters aren't. It's it's a it's a funny show. All the I, character development I, is around the one guy, I, so he he takes all the jokes and he takes all the. Mm. So the other kids are kind of like they're. Almost window viewers to the yeah. whole thing. You know what I mean? I feel like Kieran may be onto something. I think um, I think that because there's this really interesting thinker at Melbourne Uni who, who explains the, the concept of racism in, in, in a reasonably interesting way, and a lot of quite a lot of people have sort of formulated on this. He talks about the idea that you can't hate or, or, or feel racism towards an individual person. It's only when you make that person, you funnel all the things you hate about 
a, a category of society into that one person. That's that's racism. Mm-hmm. When when you take all your prejudices and all your stereotypes and you project them onto that person, irrespective of what kind of a person they are, that's racist. It's to do with funneling a lot of miscon a, a lot of misconceptions, a lot of stereotypes into into the one person. I think people in Australia are very quick to jump and, and label someone racist. People are very nervous about racism in Australia because, unfortunately, we've, we've got a there is a massive history. undercurrent of it. So any time you make any kind of borderline joke about someone's ethnicity or whatever, people are very quick to point racist because they're just terrified about oh, racism I, as being this widespread I would thing. Say like, some of it's a bit storming a teacup. I, would like, say, I haven't yeah, seen yeah. the Jonah show. I'd say, I'd say. Firstly, it's probably not very funny because his shows are slipping in quality. He's he, his last three shows, I think, have been characters that he did in a previous show. It's like come up with something original for a start. And it wouldn't surprise me that in a longer form context, when you're actually fleshing out a character that's actually quite one dimensional, that's how he's going to appear. Like if he was Jonah from Broadmeadows, people wouldn't have a problem with it. He'd just be some dumb kid in a TV show. But because he's Jonah was from he Tonga, still, yeah. all of a sudden he's a racist. I don't think so. I think it's just dumb comedy and people being a little bit oversensitive. I mean, I haven't seen it, but, you know, but just, you know, if he's a dumb kid and he happens to be from Tonga, is that racist to Tongans? Or is it just he's a dumb kid? Yeah. Like, where do you draw the line? And it's a tough one to draw. Absolutely. If he was from, if he was Jonah from South Auckland of Tongan descent, would Kiwis (laughs) be up and up? No. You know, like it's, you know, it's just, you've got to be careful when. You know, you got to look at the intent. I think behind it. If there's no racist intent, then well, it's just poor. There, there was definitely poor no interpretation. There was definitely no racist intent behind the the, the hey hey had say had Saturday red. Exactly, it was just intent. stupid. And uh, the other thing too that's worth pointing out is those guys are actually who did that skit on hey hey Saturday. I think most of them are of Indian descent themselves. Were they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but because that doesn't. You, no, I know, I know, I know. I realise that. It doesn't mean that they can't. Be no, racist. I know that. I know that. So. But there is still a level of irony involved in that, in the sense that people are automatically going, "Oh well, it must have been a bunch of white Aussie boneheads who did that." I'll say one last thing on this. Um, there is definitely an undercurrent of racism in Australia. There's no doubt, no question about that. Um, and often it's been in pretty nasty ways but yeah. I would say controversially or not that Australia is no more racist than any other country I've ever been to and I've mm. travelled a little bit but you tra- don't sell yourself short big dog you've done a lot of travelling well I've done a little bit but I can't see although I think Australia has a reputation as being uber racist amongst international circles I think when you yeah. comparatively when you speak about it maybe what we are is we're a little bit more open or flippant about stuff so mm. there's no kind of hiding of any of that sort of stuff when it mm. comes out or when people say it and look any sort of racism that comes out in public is absolutely disgusting as it would be mm. behind sure. closed doors but I think that's probably where Australia it probably gets a bad rap is because there's mm. no real filter on it not yeah. saying yeah. that it's right or wrong I'm just saying that that's probably one of the reasons why and I think um, I think at the end of the day there are bigger issues in Australia, in regards to racism, than a fairly mediocre TV show by a comedian who's fast running out of original ideas. Don't sound like you like Chris Lilly very much. I don't. Have you met him before? I've I I met him. Oh, I thought his first have, show had merit. Hmm. His, last three, his last three... It, Weekend Heroes was great. They needed Summer Heights High, I think. Which I didn't think was as good. Yeah, but the thing is, like, that's where Jonah came from. Yeah. That's where... 
the Jamie Jamey character came from. It's like, is there another one in there as well? I think there was the third one. I think okay. he did another one. So I think sure. he, I can't remember. But um, yeah, I think there are bigger issues. Mm. Uh, one of the biggest. Just issues. a misguided TV show going for cheap laughs by taking the piss out of someone else. One of the bigger issues I'd like to explore. Here we go. I was playing an old classic computer <laughs> game of mine today. That uh, That's the great thing about the internet nowadays. Yep. You can find old games that you played 20 years ago and play them on your computer. And they take no time to download it in a way. I'm a bit of a geek. I must no. have <laughs> I thought you were a jock, Big Dog. Oh, I am a jock, but I'm also a geek. <laughs> Big Dog, you can't be a jock and a geek. Anyway, let's get back to the story, all right? So I'm playing this game, all right? <laughs> and it's set around the mythical continent of Atlantis. <laughs> so I propose... What's the name of this game, Big Dog? For, it's in, it's an Indiana home. Jones game where he goes oh, looking for Atlantis. That's a great game. Yeah. Played that. Boys, what do you think about trolling the internet to find possible places for Atlantis. Oh, God, we'll be here for years. <laughs> There's plenty of people that reckon they've found it. Oh, it's all the time. You're not going to sleep tonight just on the internet looking up Atlantis, are you? Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe I'm already organising some sort of an expedition to some place. Oh, God. <laughs> No, but have you got a possible, have you got a possible fun going fund my trip to Atlantis? <laughs> Destination, not quite sure where it is. Ed. Somewhere under the sea. You idiot! I think most scholarly, educated people who actually know a little bit about history would probably tell you that there is no. Oh, especially and from geologists would tell you this as well that there's actually no, I don't think any possible way that Atlantis actually could exist. It's not possible that another continent could have just disappeared. It wasn't supposed to be a continent, though, was it? Well, well, it was talked about by the Greeks, um, yeah. the philosophers, and I think they referred to it as a continent. Yeah, but I think it was Plato, the. The philosopher. I feel like you're just making names, pulling pulling <laughs> no. names out of it. You mentioned well, Socrates earlier. Now you're pulling out Plato. Well, uh, I've got Atlantis up here on the on the on the, on the Wikipedia. Oh go the, here um, for hours now. Atlantis is the name of a fictional continent. Fictional. And now look, fictional only because, because nobody knows where it is. Okay. A fictional content devised by. You ready for this? I'm ready. Plato. <laughs> Well, he's talked about in the computer game, so I figured it must be. Oh, oh, big dog. And that's where I've done my scholarly research. On the Indiana Jones where video game. Where have you, game. listener, where have you done your research <laughs> into this issue? So, an Indiana Jones video game and Wikipedia. That's what's funding your expedition to Atlantis. Could be. You goose. <laughs> I'm just riffing here. I'm just throwing oh, stuff I out. don't even know what... I don't even know if that is riffing. History, according to the Big Dog. Any... any no, Big Dog, you can't even prov- say that you're not a historian yes. because because you, you, your, your degree that you're studying is, in fact, in history. So uh, why is yeah. he spouting such ludicrous, <laughs> preposterous hypothesis? That's I just, a lot I of just, words. No, the reason why I'm bringing it up is oh, because God. there's some funny places that have been pointed out for... Um, Possible Atlantis locations. Okay, and name name a couple. Antarctica. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> That's ridiculous. That just makes no sense, Victor. I know it doesn't make any All sense, right. but it's on there. You get one more. 
Well, the one that as that confuses me is that they've all gone. Oh, yeah, it was obviously Antarctica. Why? Why has Australia never been considered a possible continent? Because there's no monuments on Australia, except for obviously the Gimpy Pyramid. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but it's fair to say that the Greeks didn't know about Australia, and Australia was there at the time. They didn't know a lot about a lot of stuff. That's true. It's a great southern continent, hmm. Asia. We'll find out a way to get to Atlantis, and once we do, we'll update you and let you know. If you'd like to contribute to the crowdfunding, I'll set up a website. Look up up, up Big Dog's Atlantis expedition. Just put 50 bucks in an envelope and put it in his letterbox at 116 Spray Street, (laughs) Tellwood. All right, guys, we've had fun. Um, we have had fun. Thanks Bill's, to Billy for his beers. Bill's beer won the day. We're going to drink a few more of them. Not much and, uh, thanks to Cascade Light because they were lousy. Terrible. Well, they, they provided a contrast. Mm. Put it this way. Cascade, Cascade, Bill's proven that you can put a bit more flavour into your beer. So, um, Good stuff. But that's it. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time for more madness, beer, and... Big Dog Conspiracy Theories, most and likely. And philosophizing. Oh! <laughs> and Big Dog inviting women to his house. Oh, okay. For, for okay. Wilton, not not for me. I'm getting a thumbs up. Wilton's getting Wilton. a thumbs up. All right. Is All right. He? Is he or is he? Does he even is he exist? Not? Is, is Wilton figure? really the mayor of Atlantis? <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next time. Cha-ching.